Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. to a place where everything about our lives should tell God we need you. Not that you're codependent because once you get revelation of God's word, he's telling you now you go live out the word. Even as you are code, even as you are out there living out the word, you always look back, God, I'm here. I've gone as far as I can go. I need you, Lord. Because we all great. We all get to a point where we know what we know. But God, we need you to take yes. us over. Yes. 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 Hey, listen, I know I'm not too, I'm not too boastful. I'm not, I'm not above myself where I can't say, God, I've gotten to where I need. I got right there, God. I need you to take me over. Amen. Yeah, I hear you. I know what to say. I know what to do, but I need you to help do it in me, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. That's good. And that's when we know we're moving the way God will have us to move. Amen. 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 I need God on this morning. Well, good morning to you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in on live. All our V partners, we love you here at the Kingdom of Ministry. And all of you guys who are coming and and to be a part of us in person, we so thank God for you guys. We pray God for you. Thank you for coming in and being a part of the the service on the day. We pray that something is said and and God's presence will move on your life that will change your life forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because one word acted upon will change your life forever. Yeah. But you got to be willing to act on what you hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And hearing by the word of God. But faith alone does nothing. My mom used to say, you got to put some feet to your faith. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, your faith is moving. You gotta, you can't just, you don't just hear because a lot of people come in and they hear the word, and they sit on the word. Yeah, I know as I say, they sit on their pockets. Here. <laughs> you can't just sit on your pockets. Now you got to, once you've been converted, the Bible says it's your job to go strengthen your brothers. Mm-hmm. Amen. So you gotta be ready to move. Let me get out of the way. I'm, I'm not gonna be before you long. I just want to share something that God's placed on my heart and, and in my spirit to share on this morning. Um, turn your Bibles to Matthew, 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 Matthew. For all of y'all who have 
Y'all, this is y'all first time. Me, I am Pastor V. That's what they call me affectionately. Pastor V, my name is Pastor Virgil. But if you don't want to call me Pastor, just call me Virgil. If you don't want to call me Virgil, just say, hey, brother. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thank God because to whom honor is due, honor is given. But I'm listening. Call me brother if you can't call me nothing else. Amen. Amen. Well, say, hey, you, what are you preaching today? Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Amen. I'm not, I, I don't take myself too serious. Amen. Amen. Some people, you know, they want to be called pastor in the bathroom, pastor when they walk. They call me. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate I appreciate the honor, and I thank God for. But we want to make sure that we don't that that that, that you don't that doesn't get lost. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. That people don't become more their title yeah. than they are in being human. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. There's a there's a there's an honor that's due that's that's a, that's a, that's a part of that absolutely. But we want to make sure that God be honored more than anything. Amen. Amen. We all serve God. Amen. We all should be serving God. Let me correct that because not everyone who said they're a child of God are exactly that. They're creation, but they're not children of God. Amen. Amen. Y'all at um, Matthew 12? We're going to pick it up at verse 43. But let me pray. Father, I thank you, praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made, God, that we will rejoice and be glad in the God. Thank you for your word today, God. Thank you for your word, God. God, thank you for the illumination of your word, God, that it will help us and teach us on today, God. I decrease, Holy Spirit, that you increase. Have your way on today. Oh, let the Spirit move like you need to move, God. Change the hearts of the people on the day. Save, heal, deliver. Let the, the gifts of the Spirit be in full operation on today, God. Oh, God, we come to give you glory, honor, and praise forever. For those things that will be done today, God. It's in Jesus' name I thank you. Amen. 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 You agree, Amen. 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 Matthew chapter 12, verse 43. We're talking about something on the day that I saw, and I I, I, I walk a lot, I exercise a lot. And I do a lot of walking. I, I, I don't run no more. I, I tried that, but I tried to work for me. I be having a little hitch in my giddy up when I be running there. I be looking like one of them little Shetland ponies when you run. I, was, I, I caught myself running the other day, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no. And I was running, I was doing hitch, and I was like, man, I look just like one of them little, little horses when they first, when they're when they, when they born, and see how they come there and trying to struggle to get there. I'm like, nah, let me, let, me get my, let me get my fast pace walking on the I'm not doing no running no more. That's it. I said, God, I ain't running to let somebody chase me. And I don't plan, and I don't plan on ever being chased because I ain't going to run. So just, just stay in the fight, Jesus. So, yeah, that's over with. But, yeah, as I was walking through the neighborhood, she was going right over the ladder. Man, I can make y'all laugh. And I always throw myself on on chopping block to be like, so I'm cool. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was walking through the neighborhood, and even when I'm at work and I, I go out and I walk for lunch and stuff, exercise, I, I, I've been seeing that, you know, y'all see people who have the yard signs up that says house protected um, by, yeah. mm -hmm. 
whatever their security companies are. And there's, there's so many of them now. And even um, people have what, what the little things that you can push the okay, the cameras and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see, I see various of all different kinds, and they have a little sticker that says "house protected by." And all around the house, I look. There's cameras everywhere around people's houses. And I said, "Man, God, even on people's bumper stickers, people say." Jesus is my airbag. Look a little harder. Y'all see all kinds of bubble stickers that relate to the car being protected by God or protected by, you know, whatever it is. Baby on board. God is here. So it's all kind of stuff. And what you and what I've gathered from that is, and what God was showing me was everybody. No matter what walk of life you are, mm -hmm. there's some type of protection that most people want to illustrate to others that they are under. Y'all sit with me. Y'all know, you know, God is get that. And so, even if your, your alarm system isn't working in your home, the sign tells people that there's one present. So it's it's God is geared to this, the, the, the deter people from even trying to make the attempt mm -hmm. to come in and attack your home, mm -hmm. take your goods, rob from you in any kind of way. So we're gonna learn here in Mark in Matthew 12 that it's important because everybody said they have protection, but does everybody? operate in their protection. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of you haven't paid a bill and it's been cut off, but your sign is still up. <laughs> some people don't really have an alarm system or security system, but they tell people that they do to keep you away. But the thing that's in, the thing that's in place is not there to protect. It's there to deter. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Turn your y'all there? Yes. All right. It says in 43, when an evil spirit leads a person, it goes into the desert, dry places, one translation said, seeking rest but find none. Amen. Yeah. Then it says, Amen. I will return to the person I came from. So it's going back to where it came from. You say you got protection, but it's one of, it wants to make its way back. Let's keep reading. Amen. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. Nothing there. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits. I said spirits. Spirits. <laughs> More evil than itself. And they are and, and they are all entering the person and live there. And so the person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. Mm, I love you. 
And I know y'all, I know y'all like to know what translation. That was the new living translation. And so, so in this, so it's so it's saying to us, and it's telling us, God, Jesus is talking, it's telling us that when a spirit is has been cast out, it's been been relinquished from your life. It goes about looking for someone else to take refuge in. It's important, believer, that when you come to the altar to be delivered, you must have, you must replace and must have that the Holy Spirit working on the inside of you. That's your security system. That helps you guard yourself for the title of this message. The Holy Spirit is there to guard you. What you mean, Pastor D? I'm glad you asked. It's telling us here that it goes about looking for another place to live, another place to enter. When you have your security system in your home, the burglar that's coming, he's looking to see what's empty, what's not being occupied. Uh oh, can I gain access through the window? There doesn't appear to be nothing protecting this window. Maybe the patio door. It's looking for a way to enter into your life. That spirit. That's why it's important to have the Holy Spirit. But a lot of people believe that they can protect their lives without the Spirit of God on the inside. Yeah, it's the same as with your house. If you don't have nothing in your home to protect your home from an intruder, then you are open, wide open, for anything to happen. And it's a dangerous thing. Now, I have to put this disclaimer up because I know how y'all act out there. I'm not telling nobody to go buy no weapons. <laughs> I'm telling you to get the whole, to ask, to receive the Holy Spirit. That is one of the greatest weapons you can ever have. Gives you power over the enemy. Yes. Prayer around your house. Releasing the angels yes. around your house. Yes. Protects your house. Yes. Protects your life. Yes. Yes. Protects your things. Yes. What do you mean your things? Those things that you deem valuable. Your children. Yes. Yes. Your children's children. Yes. Your Holy Spirit can do that. Because when they don't have enough sense to pray for themselves, you pray for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to be protected. You got to have the Spirit of God on the inside of you. And most people believe that they can do this life without the Spirit of God on the inside of you. We just started out by saying, I need the old Lord. The only way you know you need him is by the, the revelation that the, of the Spirit of God telling you that you can't do nothing without him. Some of us, Billie Jean, some of us, she, we, she sang a song earlier. Breathe into me. Yes. What's breathing into you? The Holy Spirit. Yes. Let your glory reign in me. What glory is that? The glory of God. But it's important. 
I see so many people who wanted, who all, who have so much stuff around their house, so much stuff inside it that you see cameras everywhere. You think this is the White House or something? I keep walking there. There's cameras over the garage, cameras over the east side, in the back, over the shed, over everything, and you're like, Lord Jesus. If I didn't want to get in your house, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> Because there's obviously something in there worth protecting. Yes. <laughs> and that's what the devil sees when he looks at you. There's obviously something in your house, your body. Because most people, I'm not talking about your physical, I'm talking about I'm not talking about the place where you sleep. I'm talking about your house, your body. There's obviously something inside of you worth protecting. Yeah, I know the Bible says they have these treasures hidden in earthen vessels. What's in you that's worth being protected? Yeah, because that's a gift that God has for each and every one of us. That you, ma'am, you, sir, you, child, have to protect. Because, see, the wonderful thing about our God is he's always on his job. Are you on your job? What do you mean? You have a voice. Are you praying like you're supposed to? Are you turning down that good old brisket? I'm not talking about you, brother. <laughs> Whatever you like. Whatever you like, are you willing to turn that down? I know I'm gonna bother somebody a little bit because it's Sunday. Are you willing to? Well, I'm, I'm, let me, let me, let me first put this disclaimer out there. I stayed up longer than I was supposed to last night watching the football. <laughs> I was intrigued. <laughs> I normally go to bed around 8 39 o'clock on the breakfast. <laughs> yes, I do. Talk about it. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't stay up late. There's no reason for me to stay up here. I'm, I'm, I'm sick. She come upstairs. I've been asleep for about a good two hours. I ain't not to. I'm out. So last night I was up. And I was intrigued. And that was a rarity for me. That was one of those treats for me. Because whether it's a team that I, I follow or not, I go to bed. I'll shut them off. But last night I was up. And are you willing to turn your own, to turn your game off from that team that you like? Yeah. That show that you like? Yeah. Amen. That's to make sure that you're guarding yourself. <clears throat> because the thing about us, when we come to Christ, we're, we, he cleans us up. We come in dirty. Listen, don't let nobody fool you. Don't you? You can't get right enough before you come to God. Amen. Amen. You get all these people. I gotta get right before I come. Get high, get right how? <laughs> What's in you that's gonna help you get right? Sin don't help sin get right. Sin helps you figure out how can I be a better sinner. Yeah. The conviction of Jesus Christ lets us know that we're sinners and we need to get right. 
But we can't, we can't, we don't prepare to come. Oh, I got to prepare to go, to go to church and get myself together. How do you do that? When you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> that would help me be a better pastor, a better teacher. I would be able to help people. Okay, this is what you need to wash here. You need to, you need to throw that. Nah, when you come to God, you have to come to God. And the Bible says, no man come to God. He draws them. Yeah, we're drawn by the Spirit of God. He draws He compels us to come in. We don't have enough sense to be like, okay, I shouldn't have seen that last night. Yeah, I, I, I need to get myself together. Mm-hmm. We say that, but we really do we really all of us do we really, really, really mean that? Or is it a moment of conviction that's taking place and we realize I've got to get myself together? Yeah. And so yeah, we come to God. People, so we come to get right when we come to God. And he helps us when we come in. He makes sure that, okay, you need, here's what you need. Come to the altar. The place of change. When you stand up to walk this way, change is already happening. Why? Because you've decided that, God, I'm going to cast off all of that. I'm going to take off unrighteousness, and I'm going to put on righteousness. I'm going to take off immoral and put on moral. I got to get rid of the old me to experience the new me. And you can only do that when you have the Holy Spirit. And Pastor, you talking about the Holy Spirit? Yeah, because you can't God nothing when you don't have the ability to do it. It tells us anything to put on the whole arm of God. When you're not ready for battle, how are you going to fight? Yeah, let me go to Ephesians 6 and 11. Y'all all right out there? Yes. Amen. This is good. Amen. You just getting started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know y'all like this. Y'all just getting started. It's not when you never clock, man. You don't be. Y'all know I don't be long. Y'all there? Yes. Yeah. It says, put on the arm of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the wiles of the devil. One translation says, the schemes, the designs, the traps, the cunningness of the devil. You want to be able to stand against that. So when you know that you've been clean and you've been, you've been delivered, now he's coming with schemes and traps to try to get you back to where you used to be. Because some of y'all need to let go of the friends you had. Yeah, you got to get rid of those familiar spirits. Those people who used to do what you do, who you still socialize with. Do you really believe? Because see, here's what's happening. Two things. 
are happening in our lives. Either we're changing the environment that we're in or the environment is changing us. Make no mistake about it. I don't care how saved you think you are, how much you're walking on the water, whatever you think, if you're not changing the environment that you are in, then that environment is subtly changing you. It's pulling you from me. See, those who been spirits pull you back to where you once was. You've been clean from. Hey, you can't hang with people who like to party right. when you've been delivered from party. Amen. Hey, say that. What fellowship does like have? Like have with doctors? When you're used to going in dark places, y'all been clubs with doctors. Yeah. <laughs> when you're used to going into dark places, people who love being in the dark want to pull you back. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have the friends that I once had. Yeah. If you want, if I, God told me when I first got, you gotta walk differently from those. When you've been bought out. You can't go back. Seven spirits worse than it was. When you go back, it's on you seven times harder to get back. Some people go back and never come back. Have y'all seen it? Yeah. Once God brought you out and you walked away from God to go back to a life that he brought you out, it's, you, it's like a whole mile away trying to get back. you like, Jesus, I was once here. How did I get way over there? And you realize, man, it feels like eternity trying to get back. Yeah. Everything about my life, it now starts pulling me back. Pulling the things that I once used to do. They, 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 I, I used to, when they used to call, I wouldn't answer. Now, hey, hello. Yeah, how can I help? What can I do for you? Yeah, y'all know the old girls call you. Them old boys call you. And now it's so tricky, it's so tricky now that they now they try to mix it up now. I don't like boys, but boys be coming. <laughs> now you talking about to me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put that out there. I'm talking to those who are in those environments. It's true. See, because the sad thing about believers is y'all play with fire. You believe that there's this false perception about who you think you are in God. That I can, because see, here's what people say. Paul became all things to all. That's not what he's saying. He didn't say he went and drank with the drink with the drunkards because he wanted to win them the price. He went where they were, but he didn't not participate in what they were participating in. There's no way you can win a, a soul drinking and sitting with them to be one like them, to win them to God. Then the first thing they will say, well, what's the difference between you and me? That's why the Bible says, what fellowship does light have with darkness? Amen. Amen. We are, if we have been clean, we don't fellowship with the unclean. Not messy. Let me tell you, let me talk to some of you sanctimonious people who I know y'all talk. I am not saying that we are above people. We love people. God is in the people business. 
That's why we're all here. So don't be silly. We're not talking about the disassociating ourselves completely with people. We're just saying we don't get to do what you do and represent this king of kings and lord of lords. The only king of kings. We don't get to act like you do. And the thing with believers, well, I have to parse that because everybody who says they love God is not a child of God. I have to say that. You have to watch people who always, they talk about God, but then they do the complete opposite. I was talking to a gentleman at work the other day, and he was, we was, he was talking, and y'all know, I, you know, when I hear certain things, <laughs> I have to do it with wisdom because you know you don't throw God, you don't want to be walking through the hall and people be running into the office. Oh, oh, here comes that guy. He coming, he coming. No, the Bible says he that with the souls is wise. And so I operate with the wisdom of God in that. But when when the lane opens up, I have to say something. And he was saying. But he was saying, what did, what did he say? Help me, Holy Spirit. He was saying that judging, that man, people be judging. I said, well, let me help you out, brother. Everybody judges. Don't let nobody fool you about the no judging. We as believers, there's righteous judgment. And then there's critical judgment. There's all kinds of different judges that people can lay claim to. But we all, you got to be part of this too, we all judge. Everything about our life is a judgment. What we wear is a judgment. Yeah, I know y'all looking at me. What's going to be me? You don't want nobody to think anything differently than you, so you dress a certain way. That's a judgment. You drive certain cars because you want people to, 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 to perceive that you have certain things going on in your life. That's a judgment. <laughs> so we get critical when it comes to life, though. Why you say that, baby? Because everybody wants to do what they want to do, live how they want to do, and nobody is to say nothing about it. When the Bible speaks about how we are to govern our lives, Especially you who say you love Jesus Christ. Yeah, because this Bible talks more about you than it does about them. It tells us not to be hypocrites about how we go about living our lives. That if we want to see complete and total change in people's lives, it starts with us first. And how we present Jesus Christ to the world. Yeah, because see, people are not, no one wants to, no one wants to be like, no one wants to follow us. Let's just tell the truth. They want to follow the star, the, the people who names are in billboards and everything. They don't want to, they don't want to follow the one whose names are, whose names will forever be in lights, which is Jesus. But they want to follow the top 40 stars, the people on the billboards, the people in Hollywood, Hollywood. <laughs> They want to follow them. Why? Because they don't see nothing consistent about our lives. Yeah, our lives, because we're not guarded like we're supposed to be. We do what we want. And then we invoke Jesus Christ when things get tough. 
when someone's kind of break, trying to break in our house. Then we put our sign in the yard. I'm protected by Jesus. <laughs> hey, that's, see, that's what we do. He's only good when they come at us. But you can't hurt a child of God. Y'all hear him, y'all hear y'all hear them talk. Monday through Saturday, they cussing and fussing and doing whatever. But then when somebody come at him, you can't judge me. Only God can judge me. That's my flag in the yard. I'm protected by Jesus. And I hear people, you hear him cussing and fussing, and you say, I'm blessed and highly favored. He's like, huh? <laughs> When the Bible says, how out of the same outflows blessings and custom? How can you be a lukewarm Christian and you plant your you plant your whatever you got your sticker? They're not gonna put that in the yard. Huh? They're not gonna put that in the yard. They're not gonna put what in the yard. Oh no, 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 Y'all all right? Y'all getting that? Yes. Y'all getting somebody like this? Yes. You gotta guard yourself. All this comes, all this we're talking is is a is a mode for us to help identify that we gotta guard ourselves. We have to make sure that the right spirit dwells on the inside of us. That protects us from all the foolishness of this world. Yeah. Turn your Bible, first Peter five and eight. If all my new business, if, if, I, if they didn't warn you when they invited you, they should have told you that Pastor B reads a lot of scriptures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. we, we, we go through the Bible. I'll make you turn. I'll make you go through the Bible. I want you, I want you to see the scriptures and, and go back and read it. Amen? Y'all that first Peter 5 and 8? Yeah, I see. Y'all want me to wait? No, go ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hear some say go, I hear some say wait. I give you many. It's all right. That's all right. Take your time. Take your time. It's in the New Testament. It's past. Uh, you got to go past James and Hebrews. It's going to be your table of contents. I was going to tell you, if all else goes, go to the front of your Bible. Get, done, get your page number and run. And if it's one, if it's one thousand and twelve, go to one thousand and twelve. You got to be good. All right. Cool. Amen. That's what we're here for. And come on out the Bible study, because we spend a whole lot of time in the world. So we, we yes. teach about all that stuff. About going to your Bible, learning your Bible. It's all right. Ain't no shame in that. Amen. You need, you need to have one. You need to have your sword. Yes. How many of y'all have your sword? At all times. Amen. I see you. <laughs> you have your sword. That's the part of your armor. Yes, that's it. Yes, it is. And as, as you go, you get you get better and being uh and being skillful. In your sword, and y'all know y'all be seeing them guys who be who, who, who do operate them so they didn't just learn how to do that overnight. They got they perfected that over a course of their life. The same with the word. You get perfected in learning the word as you continue to visit the word. God and listen. Don't be like us using the word only to whip people up and cut people's slice <laughs> up. Because you know when the word goes, the word is shocking, it goes both ways. What you think is hitting somebody else is really hitting you. 
I know how to live. I've been poked a lot of times. <laughs> I've been stabbed by the word. I've been shanked by the word. <laughs> yeah, the word cuts. Yeah. The word, the word is shock. Yeah, yeah. The word is shock. People be thinking that man is, oh man, that they they people perceive the word as just man written. It's the infallible word of God. Yes. Everything else is going. Everything else is going to fail. Grass is going to stop being green. There's going to cease to be the, the cars and all this, but the word is going to stand forever. Amen. Amen. Bible First Peter says, "Be well balanced." Y'all, y'all know some people are way out there. There's no balance to their life at all. Amen. And always alert. You have to be alert. Amen. In order to be on guard, you got to be, you have to be alert. Y'all know y'all some people, y'all, 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 I don't know if y'all toured the DC, y'all visit some of these, these monuments and certain things, that if you trip something, the alarm goes off, it alerts you. They're always on alert. Whether they're physically watching or not, they have things in place to alert them. So should the believer. You should have things in your life through the Holy Spirit and the wisdom of God that alerts you. And what alerts you? The word. That's one thing that you that one of one of your one of your tripping hands that you got is when things come in your life that goes against the word. It should be alerting. Woo, 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 woo. That's foul. That's not what the word that goes against God. That goes against what I'm supposed to be doing. Because see, the problem with some believers is. And I'm not equating y'all to no animals. So I hope y'all hear y'all. But y'all know people who have certain dogs. And they have dogs at certain, certain sizes. They have markers that the dog can't go outside without it getting shot. That's an alert. That lets the dog know. You can go everywhere you want to, but you can't go outside the parameters that are here. A lot of you believers. You go way out the you go way out of the parameter that God has set for you. That's why your life becomes in shambles. You become open for the devil because you want to play outside the white line. Even soccer, NBA, basketball, what have they played within rules? But believers want to do whatever they want. There's no rules. <laughs> when he tells us, when you play within this rule, I got you. I protect you. I keep you. There's nothing I will withhold from you. As long as you're doing this, I got you. All bets off when you get outside of this. And listen, we serve a loving God. That even though we may we, we get right to the line, and some of us go over there, He always pulls us back. <laughs> but He only does that to those. Who, have to, who are sensitive to the spirit of God. Because one, yeah, because once we get out too far, y'all know them kids. Then they then they get all in it. Until it gets to a point where now it's, it consumes them. Our oldest son. 
We had some painless kids, and we had some painless kids. Told them, don't mess with the paint. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing him, he probably put his finger in one time and, and, and looked around, and nobody was there. Did it again, nobody said nothing. Why come upstairs? He drank the paint. <laughs> and that's the nature of us. And we are like we are like kids, you know, without father. We want to push the limits to everything to see if what he's saying is real. When we need to just accept God at His word, He's waiting on us. He's waiting on us as believers. Okay, do we trust Him or not? And he's looking back and he's like, if I said it, I'll do it. If I spoke it, would I not make it good? He tells us that he's good. And everything about him is good. His word is good. If he said it, it's a done deal. But no, we test the boundaries of his word. Did he tell me really not to fornicate? Or can I try it and get away with it? There's consequences to everything we do. We tell our children that all the time. And then by virtue of that, we test this. We test spirits. I've been drinking. Some of y'all like, some of y'all got, some of y'all like that taste. <laughs> and I that taste. A little wine don't hurt nobody. The Bible tells us about that. The Bible says wine is a mocker. Mm -hmm. And strong drink is raging. Yeah. But we play with things. We don't say nothing about smoking in the Bible class, me. <laughs> somebody, I had somebody ask me that. You don't say nothing about smoking in the Bible. You don't say nothing about jumping off a cliff, do you? <laughs> you willing to try? To see if you got wings? <laughs> things, we know that things are not meant for us. The warning on the, the warning packages on the label of the cigarette say may cause cancer. <laughs> if God is a God of, of life and life more abundantly, why would he have, why would he allow you to do something that's going to cause you to die? Mm -hmm. See how simple people are? Yeah, yeah. When you want to do what you want to do, you make provisions when you're not properly guarded. You make provisions for sin. You got to protect this house. You got to guard yourself against the ways of this world, the teachings of this world, the trappings of this world. It's designed to speak against the things of God, people of God. What it does is it lulls you to sleep. Because the beautiful thing about drinking, well, not beautiful, but the underlying thing about drinking and smoking, it, the residual effects don't happen immediately. It's a process. A slow process that's destroying the house that God gave you charge over. You know, you, you're responsible for what you put on your in your body. Yes. Amen. He holds you accountable. Yeah. That is what he's giving you to be a steward over. And as much 
as you take care of your house, your natural house, when you, your children, your family, your house that you possess, that you walk around with his presence in, is more important. Because every spirit you allow to get inside of you, you take in your house with you. And now you are open season. Your wife is now open season. Your children are open season. And here's the thing. Some of y'all even get so lax that when you have animals, you get, you allow, and you, you get lax with the animals. You know, spirits. Yeah. That's why it's important that you pray, you pray over your entire house. Amen. And when you're operating with the Spirit of God, you go around and you place the blood over everything yes. in your house. Amen. The Bible says that when the enemies saw the, the, the blood, they had to pass over. The death angels had to pass over. Yeah. Those spirits can't dwell where God dwells. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't have them both taking up the same space. And you know, wherever the Spirit of God is, the enemy got to flee. Second Timothy 4 and 5. You can just write that down. You have to turn to it. It says, Beware of him. Beware of him. Yourself. For he strongly opposes our message. You got to beware of the devil. He strongly opposes our message of Jesus Christ. He's going to attack, attack, attack. Are you shooting the devil out of this? No! <laughs> he did, he's here to do exactly what he's been, he's been kicked out of heaven to do. He wants, this, he, wants, he wants as much company in hell as he can get. And he, you know, he won't be alone because there's a lot that's going, that's going to join him, but he wants to take you too. He wants your children he wants your children. He, he don't care nothing about your car. Man, the devil, he attacking my car. He don't care nothing about your car. I heard people say, yeah, people say, man, it's always the devil, man. He's always talking about He don't care nothing about your car. He don't care nothing about your house. He don't care nothing about your favorite soup. Man, it's always stuck with this. Man, I like, he don't care nothing about none of that. He wants your soul. And any disturbance in your soul, he knows, okay, there's an opening. I can, I can get in there. I, I, I can get back in there. And when you get out there and it's your car, he gets you acting a fool. Y'all get out there cussing and fussing. Somebody scratching car. Somebody, you got a flat tire. <laughs> you get the going off. He like, okay, I got the right where I want. It's just a, okay. It's a matter of a second before I can get them right back to out of the food. Y'all know I always talk about y'all going to work and y'all get that y'all get that road rage humping on. Now, <laughs> yeah, you 
And that's what he wants you to do. He wants to get you out of character. Because once you get the horn, cussing is right around the corner. Yeah, some of y'all say, well, hell's not the Bible. Okay, it's not, but in the, in the manner in which you use it. You ain't, you ain't saying that the hell that, that the devil, you're talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get you to go. <laughs> but that's what people do. And he just wait, listen, he wait, he, he's waiting. For you to loop, for you to come off your post, for you to drop down, to drop all your unjust security, to, to just drop all the all, all the, the protection. He wants you to just drop your guard for a second. That's long enough. And if he can get you to act out, he got you. He can get you to act like everybody else does when 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 things happen in your life. Yeah, I know. I, I've been there. And truly, pull it out you more than anything. God bless the baby. Didn't I just tell you not to do that? <laughs> we just had this conversation. And what I've learned is that the older they get, yes. Yes. the older they get, <laughs> Start talking, all you hear is Because if you hear what they're saying, you're like, Yes. Uh, you got $100 because I'm going to need to be bailed out. Football, man, I was ugh. my whole day was ruined. 
I think I would keep my uniform on all day. <laughs> because I couldn't understand that just by somebody was just a little bit better that day. And not just that, I couldn't give people credit for winning. I thought they cheated <laughs> me out of the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 just, I just knew I was the best thing to smoke. I thought I was the greatest player in the football pool. And in my mind, I still good. <laughs> nah, I, I knew I was good, but I knew that there was people that got touched to be better. And the one thing I didn't have was enough discernment to know that what's in you doesn't have anything to do or reflection of what's in me. Your gifting is yours and mine is mine. And how we go about doing it is the difference. It sometimes bridges the gap. But yeah, but do we have to guard our hearts? It's important. I had to guard my heart against that. So as I got into coaching, that's when it really helped me. And teaching other teaching other kids how to be gracious in losing. I know somebody like, how do you be gracious in losing? It's a matter of your heart. Have you seen people fight? When they lose, yeah, yeah, you got to a new football game one day and sit, go sit far away, though. Don't be in the midst of them. Sit far away. Because you don't want to be in the fray. But while you're there, be praying, too, man. Don't just be looking, be praying, too. Watch as well as pray. It says, watch over your heart. Watch for You got to be watchful. As, as athletic directors as we were at, at one ministry, that we... Over all the sports, watching parents who say they love Jesus Christ act like the world, worse than the world, worse than the world, out there fighting with helmets, slinging helmets at other kids, people's children, over a football game. When your heart is not right, and the things that needed to be, when you because when your house isn't clean, you're operating within the, with the spirit of the enemy on the, the devil on the inside of you. You got to make sure that you are clean and you're operating in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because he, at any moment when the devil recognizes himself in you, I know that just bothers me. Spirits recognize spirits. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. When the devil sees an opportunity to drum up something in you that, that's been lying dormant, he does it. And you see people act out. You be like, I didn't know that was in there. And I always just say, that's a lie. It's always been there. It just didn't reveal itself until a moment presented itself. That's why you have to guide yourself to a different God. I'm not talking about nothing but protecting you. That when God brings you from a place, you can't go back. I know, listen, here's the one thing that I, church hurt is real. People not valuing you is real. People not seeing what God is doing in your life, and you, you know what God is doing, and they don't recognize it, they don't give you the honor, they don't honor you in it, they don't, they don't acknowledge it or anything. It hurts. But here's what I want you to understand out there. 
Once you realize that what God is facing you has nothing to do with me. That's right. That's right. Amen. You probably guard your heart. Yes. Your spirit now takes up defense of you. Okay, you can do things because I know that you're operating in me. And I know that you're not going to go left when everybody else does. So what they don't value you. So, they, so what? They don't see what I said for you to do. They will. You just got to stay the course. You can't act out. Because see, like, when they not when they happen, when, they, when you wanted to, you retreat. You go in a hiding. But they don't respect me. I'm done with church. Are you done with church or are you done with God? Because if you're done with church, you can get over that. That ain't nothing but people. There's no perfect church. It was imperfect the day you walked through the door. So now, we understand that. Let's get over it. It's about Jesus. And what he says about it. I don't give two cares about what other people think about me. Yeah. You don't like me, I love me. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I had to get there. I had to guard myself against people. Not that I had to build up with the defense to go against people. I had to build up a tolerance that what your foolishness is won't affect me. But what do you mean, Pastor? You don't dictate how I move in Jesus Christ. You didn't call me. He did. When they were trying to kill me out on Alabama Avenue, you were not there. So what allegiance do I have to you? Not one. When they left me and tried to leave me for dead in the neighborhood, God was there. He walked me through enemy territory unscathed. You wasn't there. So why do I care what you think you see in me? Man, close your eyes. <laughs> Stop looking at me yeah. about what you think you see. Close your eyes. You, you don't have no authority or you can't control what God has placed in you. My destiny is not in your hands. Don't y'all tell y'all destiny is not in your hands? Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. They'll kill you, resurrect you just to kill you again. Amen. How many times can I kill you? And that's what we we have to guard ourselves against, children of God. They don't don't let people determine how high you can go in God. And if you low, I'm telling you today, rise up. Rise and shine and give God glory. The enemy has nothing to do with your future. In terms of how it's going to go with God. He's waiting for you to drop your guard, though. So he can tell you, it's bad over here. Now, yeah. You don't want to be part of that. Come on over here, man. You can do what you want to over here. Ain't nobody going to judge you. Nobody going to criticize you. You can do whatever you want, man. You can sleep as you can even sleep, man. Sunday, Sunday, you can rest. Didn't God say rest on Sunday? We ain't got to go to no church, man. All they want is your money. Stop talking to you, man. Yeah, because yeah, you ain't got it. 
Stop talking. All they want is your money. Nah. We want your soul is right. When your soul is right, you don't give because you love God. See, you don't see no hustle when your soul is right. See, people see hustle when they heart when their soul ain't right. Well, what kind of car you drive, my baby? I'm contributing to that. <laughs> teach, Pastor, teach. Yes. What is my what she got over there? She got a Louis Gucci over there. <laughs> Stop looking for ways not to because their heart is not God. Their, their heart is not God. Now the enemy is completely speaking. Well, they can spend more money in the church, but they spend more money. They can do that. They can do that. Yeah, that, that cop is They can put that cop in here. Always criticizing. That's because your heart ain't right. That's because you're not guarded. The Holy Spirit isn't working on the inside of you. Yeah, we, you got that. You need the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me finish with this scripture. We got it. Romans eight and twenty six. Romans eight and twenty six. It says, "Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness." Say, God, I need you, Lord. God, I need Come on, y'all say like, God, I need God, you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Amen. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought to. How many of y'all be praying and y'all lose, lose thought of what y'all praying about? Amen. Now what you do, you got to have the Spirit of the Almighty God on the inside of you. Because he helps us with the things that we ought to pray for. The Spirit knows. Make groans in an intercession. Amen. Amen. It says, but the Spirit itself intercedes for us with groanings. Too deep for words. Isn't that it? When you lost all ability to speak, the Holy Spirit will start speaking through you. Amen. Yes. With groanings. Yes. Yeah. How many of y'all want to experience that? If you do, yeah, you want to be filled with you want you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Yeah, yeah. I we always just say the Holy Spirit is like. Like, you know, you got a car, but you don't have no engine in. You got to have, you want to have the Spirit of God on the inside of you. Amen. Thank you. Thank God for good people. Amen. Yeah. I mean, you want to have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. It makes the difference in our lives. Yes. Amen. We see Jesus Christ in Because he, what he's willing to take up is a bowl on the inside of you. Yeah. It is a gift that God gives to all those who believe. Amen? Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What good is it just to believe and you don't have the power of God on the inside of you? That's like me giving you a Christmas gift when you open it up ain't nothing on the inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you an empty box. It looked pretty on the outside, but it had no substance on the inside. That's the Spirit of God, isn't it? Man, I, I want power. Yes. power? It's an awesome thing to have. We gotta have it. Amen. Every believer should have the Holy Spirit. Amen. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
I thank God for you guys, man. I thank God for every person who serves in this ministry. That tells me that you guys have, your spirit has connected with this ministry and with the presence and the move of God that you are, that you are aligned and that you are working in this ministry. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. I listen, I always, I never want to let that go that you guys are not appreciated. It takes more than just me in Providence Tanya to, to move this ministry forward. We need, uh, we need God more than anything. Yeah. But we need people who have connected with the vision, the spirit of this ministry, to move God's kingdom forward. Y'all know I say that's why I have to call the kingdom advancement. I didn't name it, God did. Amen. No one wants to move God's agenda forward. It's all about everybody else's agenda. And he said, no, no, no. Remind the people that it's, we're coming, uh, it's coming a day where his kingdom will be advanced. And are you going to be a part of it? No. Amen. 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 You close this out? You close this out? And, um, God bless you all. Thank you for coming. Did you all enjoy the word? Yes. All those who serve behind the scenes, and we're so so grateful for you all. Listen, if you are in need of prayer on today, we are here. If you know you need to be filled with Holy Spirit, um, you can come to the altar. Amen. And for prayer, if you need prayer for anything else, if you need to accept Christ on today, amen. If you know you need to return back to the Lord on today, then you can come to the altar and we will be glad to pray with you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Coming for prayer. Hallelujah.